the righteousness of faith. Father, you are so good to us to reveal your word to us, to show us who we are, whose we are, what we have, how to live. You feed our spirits. You starve every doubt. Oh, you give us the desires of our heart. Your word is medicine to all of our flesh. We receive from you right now what you have to show us and what you have to tell us and the equipping to do it as your sons, as your children. In the name of Jesus, we receive it. We've been talking about the authority we have as sons, our sonship authority. We are the blessed of the Lord. Jesus stripped death, hell, and the grave. He led a triumphal procession. When he came out of that pit, he, <laughs> he had stripped the enemy, Satan, and all of his cohorts. And he led them captive and put on a parade and said, I've got the keys of death, hell and the grave. Satan is under our feet. He has no authority. His hands are tied. He can do nothing. Do not let him reign in your life. Jesus has already beat him. Now, we don't need to be fighting some demon, some devil, some fallen spirit that has already been defeated. We need to enforce his defeat like righteous kings and not let him rear his ugly head, not let him speak. If he starts speaking, tell him to shut up. If he shows up, cast him out. You have authority in the name of Jesus, and it's that strong. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 1 says... In verse 5, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the firstborn of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. Jesus is the ruler of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. If you've been Born again, you've been washed in the blood of Jesus. Sin is completely gone. Hallelujah. He loves us. Unto us, he has made us, verse 6, kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So be it. It is so. It's firm. It's a reality. I'm telling you, in verse 18, uh, 17, Jesus said, Fear not, I am the first, I am the last. I am he that lives and was dead. He wasn't dead that long. He was only dead for three days and three nights. <laughs> oh, he is alive. He was alive and he's alive. <laughs> He's, he is alive. Jesus is alive. I'm he that was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. It is so. It is true. It is, it is absolute. And have the keys of hell and of death. Jesus has the keys of hell and he has the keys of death. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And if you turn with me over to Matthew 16, 
we're going to see something about some keys here. Glory to God. Jesus was asking his disciples in chapter 16 of Matthew who men said that he was. And some were saying that you're John the Baptist or Elias or others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But Jesus said, whom do you disciples, whom are you saying that I am? Who do you believe that I am? And that's what they say. That's what men say. What do you say? And chapter 16, verse 16, Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto Peter, Simon Peter, Simon Peter, Blessed are thou, you, you, personally. Blessed are you, Simon, Bar-Jonah, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood. Other men did not reveal this unto you. The other men were saying, Jeremiah, Elijah, one of the prophets. In other words, the <laughs> reincarnation. One of those came back from the dead, and that's now Jesus. No, no, they're not Jesus. Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he says in verse 17, Unto Simon, the son of Jonah, My Father revealed this to you. Verse 18, And I say unto thee, Simon, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Jesus said, I have the keys of death and hell. And now he's saying, I'm giving unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound. Whatever you lock up with these keys will be locked. Whatever you unlock with these keys will be unlocked. <laughs> and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. You've got the keys. You've got the keys of heaven. You have the keys of heaven heaven. Jesus said, I have the keys of death and hell. Well, those aren't the only keys. We got the keys of heaven. We have the keys that we can bind, we can loose, we can forbid, we can allow, we can command against, we can, we can decree and set forth, we can start, we can stop. Oh, you have the keys. You have the authority to rule. You have the authority to rule. Now, here's one key. I'm going to show you one of the keys that you have. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, <clears throat> says in verse 5, Your faith should not be in the wisdom of men. Your faith should be in the power of God, the power of God. 6. How be it? We speak wisdom. We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to not, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, in a secret, the hidden wisdom. Now, the hidden wisdom of God ordained before the world unto our glory. Verse 8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. <laughs> if they'd have known that when they crucified Jesus... They would have sealed their own doom. They would have been stripped of all their right over 
the dominion of death over the realm of death and over the right to rule and enforce death that they would have known that Jesus would have stripped them and spoiled them and conquered them and then would have raised from the dead and given us his name and given us the keys of death hell and the grave and given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven and showed unto us how to use his name and to bind and lock up those spirits that have been now defeated if he would have known that when we speak wisdom in a mystery he doesn't know what we're saying and he can't counter it he doesn't know what's coming he would not have crucified the Lord of glory he would not have crucified Jesus he would not have crucified him for real that's what it says now consider this verse 9 as it is written I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. It was a secret. It was kept hidden from the foundation of the world, but is now revealed in Christ Jesus unto all his saints. Now verse 10 says, God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches, searches, all things yes the deep things of god another translation says the depths of the divine nature the spirit searches all things the spirit is searching the depths of the divine nature verse 11 for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him even so the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God now we have received now we we the church have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit teaches. Words that the Holy Spirit is teaching, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. The natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual discerns all things, yet he that is spiritual himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Another translation says, who has penetrated the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we, we have the mind of Christ. We hold the thoughts of Christ. We hold the thoughts of his heart. My point here is, one of the ways that you can outwit the enemy anytime is by speaking in other tongues. Tongues that are given to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. After you have been born again, you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You need to be not only sealed with the Holy Spirit, you need to be filled and yield to Holy Spirit. And the first evidence of this yielding and this receiving is speaking in a language that you have not learned. He gives you the words. You give him your voice. 
you yield to the utterance that is coming up on the inside of you from the depths of your nature. You don't try to figure it out in your thinking and in your mind. You yield to what he's showing you. You dare to speak those words. And I'm not talking about rattling off something you heard someone else said or speaking, if you're already filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in a tongue that you're just so used to saying it's just familiar. You can do it without even whatever. It's just memory. It's just wrote. I mean, that's okay. We need to start in the flesh, but don't stay there. Search him for words. Ask him to give you words. Ask him to teach you words to speak, to give you a, an articulation and an utterance for any and every situation. You can pray to the Father in the Spirit and speak secrets between you and him, his heart and yours. You can express yourself beyond what you understand in your mind unto him. You can express your heart unto him. You can speak his word from him into the earth. You can come against the enemy. He doesn't know what you're saying. You can speak wisdom and secrets that are yet to be revealed. By the time they're revealed, the devil had nothing planned to stop it. He didn't know it was coming and he's already been defeated. You've already got your victory. You've already got your answer. You, you can speak forth strategies for your life, the things that God the Father has been showing you, how to step out on them, how to purchase that land, how to advance in that business, how to teach those children, how to how to get that person that's just so stubborn, born again, saved, hallelujah, how to sow the word of God into them or water it or, or even bring them into the kingdom. Whatever it is, you can speak the word of God, the wisdom of God in a mystery, in a secret. And had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You've got a secret rulership. You can rule over them and they have no, no weapon against it. All they can do is talk you out of it if you let them. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, please seek Holy Spirit. Ask him to fill you to overflowing. Receive of him. Yield yourself to him and say, give me my supernatural language. Teach me how to speak. Teach me how to pray to my father in other tongues and all your other gifts. Let them flow through me into this earth, into my life and into the lives of others. Now just ask him and he will fill you and then open your mouth wide and he will fill it. He will give you words. He'll give you sounds. Don't be ashamed of what you hear coming up inside of you. Just say it. Just speak it, whatever the syllables are. Don't let it phase you. Start with what you have, even if it's just one word. Just say that one word and just speak it to the Father. And as you develop and as you yield, you get more words. You'll get sentences. You'll get paragraphs. Pretty soon you'll be speaking in the Spirit throughout the day. And if you've already been filled with the Holy Spirit, engage. Stay with. Don't back down. Keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Stay strong in faith, giving glory to God. Being fully persuaded that what you're saying that your mind doesn't understand is making a difference. Is impactful. Is wisdom. And then ask Him when you're finished, when you get that peace, when you know you're done. Say, Lord, I ask you for the interpretation of what I'm saying for myself and also the results of what I'm saying into this earth and into the spirit realm. Hallelujah.
speak those words. Get someone to help you. Find someone. Say, I need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I need to be filled with Him. And I need this other tongues to speak so that I can rule and reign in life as a king. For had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.